the Church Digital Podcast is um, it's going to be a little different than what you're used to. We're not bringing in one guy to have a conversation with. We're not bringing in two. We're actually bringing in three different people to have a conversation. And on top of that, they're IT guys. Like, I don't know if you spend much time hanging out with IT guys, but I'll just tell you up front, they're a little weird. You get jokes like this. Why is beef stew a horrible password? Why is beef stew a horrible password? Because it's not strong enough. Yeah. Weird. Um, how does a computer get drunk? Don't, don't think about that one. It takes screenshots, a computer screenshots. You, you start to see how bad it is. Um, why do we not call an iPhone charger apple juice? Okay, now I actually think that's legitimate, but these are IT guy humor jokes. And, and if you hang around IT guys uh, long enough, you start to discover, at least I do in my life, they're a little weird, okay? They're really, really weird. So we got three IT guys coming into this conversation today at the Church Digital. Jason Powell, uh, who has a very awesome title that he will share with you from Granger Church. Another IT guy coming in, uh, Matt Pugh from McLean Bible Church, a huge church over uh, on the East Coast. And then also Jason Lee, who's with Northwoods up, up in center. And these guys have been doing ministry for a long time. These guys have been doing church IT and church technology for a long time. Bringing these guys together, I got to tell you, I wanted to have a conversation about camaraderie and community. But honestly, the thing that I learned the most about was relationships and the value and the necessity of relationships. So while you might not be the IT guy, um, and you may, like I, me, think that IT guys are a little weird because they are, there's a lot that you can learn from three IT guys talking about camaraderie and community in context of ministry. Hey, everybody. Here you go. Hey, uh, Jason Powell, because we got a couple Jasons in the conversation here. Man, just take a minute. Tell me a little bit uh, about yourself and, and kind of how you got wrapped up in this church thing. Sure. Uh, my name is Jason Powell. I'm the Tech Ops Director at Granger Community Church. This is my 16th year at this position. Um, prior to that, I was the uh, IT Director for a large school system in Northern Indiana. And prior to that, I was a high school accelerated and advanced placement teacher. So quite an interesting journey uh, to get into the church world. Um, the short story is my best friend in college um, became the youth pastor at Granger Community Church and out of the blue one day called me up and said, hey, we've got an opening for an IT guy and I think you should be it. And, uh, and the next thing I know we're praying and God is doing amazing God things and we're moving from Wisconsin to Indiana <laughs> and you know 16 years later like it's still kind of amazing to go yeah this this is where we're at and you know it, yeah just really really fun and and then we got Matt uh, jump jumping on as well now Matt you've not been 16 years right is, is Jason the, the veteran here oh he's definitely he's definitely got us uh, probably outnumbered by several several years um, but you know i've been i've been doing doing i t in the church world for probably coming on ten years now uh, in just different capacities uh, from just managing uh, chms for our church here to working at fellowship one for four and a half years to coming back as the i t director here at McLean Bible Church. Um, just outside Washington, D.C. 
What's the greatest story you can share quickly outside of working at, at McLean? Uh, so F1, Fellowship One, g- give me something there. Uh, greatest story. Oh, good grief. Um, there, there's, there's lots of, uh, of stories of that I wouldn't say are necessarily IT related or, or job related of um, being on site with different churches. Uh, uh, a friend of a coworker of mine and I were at doing a ch- uh, an implementation at a church uh, in Atlanta, and we happened to drive down to where they were filming The Walking Dead. And we were uh, walking around the town and you could see the wall was like, was uh, the wall was up. And so they were filming that day and you could see the lights on the other side of the wall and everything. But since we're completely out of town people, no one knows who we are. So we walk into this restaurant and you could tell everybody in the room was kind of staring at us, wondering if we were actors uh, uh, or zombies that <laughs> were just out of, uh, out of makeup or something. And because we're both bald headed guys, tall, like it was, uh, it was pretty funny because we, we got a lot of strange looks while we were in there just trying to get some dinner. So um, that's probably one of the funniest, uh, funniest experiences um, that I've had just, you know, travel around doing church consulting. That's that's awesome. I was I was hoping to hear you say you were going to be like in episode four of season six or something like that, but but no such luck. There were other random zombie looking people, but not not you. You you didn't make that cut. No, def- yeah. definitely. Love to talk to your casting agent for that. And then thirdly, uh, we've got Jason uh, Lee on. And so, Jason, you know, no zombie stories, uh, I'm sure, for you, but uh, give us a little bit of your background. Yeah, so um, I'm uh, the online campus pastor and IT director at Northwoods Church in Peoria, Illinois. I've been here just over 13 years, but uh, doing church IT since 02. So I might have squeaked in there just a little bit longer than uh, Kyle or Matt. But uh, um, my story is a little unique in that uh, early on in our time as Church IT Network, I was one of the few guys who wore the hat as a pastoral role in addition to be a, a technologist. And so, uh, um, you know, from the very beginning of my time in ministry, I knew that I had been called to do ministry, but I knew I did not want to do, um, let's say, student ministry or uh, things like that, where all the, you know, all of my colleagues went uh, to do uh, youth ministry internships out of, out of college. And then, I, you know, I, that was not my thing. And so um, just knew that God had kind of gifted me a little more in the sense of a mind to use technology and to help the church and have a vision and a passion for, you know, the church using tech to achieve the vision and the goals of what our leadership wanted to achieve. And uh, really, that's just um, been a common camaraderie among the three of us and uh, especially those that are are in the church IT network. It's just kind of a a common place where people have found likeness, uh, like-mindedness. Um, uh, just kind of, um, you know, a place where it feels like home where you're understood. Um, but you know, I, I, I love to see the church, uh, harnessing technology to solve problems. Uh, and that's kind of been, you know, what has kept me going over the years, uh, of working in the church and just the, um, just the journey that we're on, um, you know, and really have been part of, uh, this community, the church IP network since about 06. Uh, and just seeing it grow from just, uh, you know, a small handful of people to now 
hundreds of people who are um, in our on our sphere of influence that are contributing and adding their thoughts and perspective to the community. It's just a, it's been a cool journey. Part of what I wanted to talk about, and, and Jason kind of eloquently set it up right there, is just this idea of, of camaraderie um, in that. Um, I'll, I'll be honest, like I'm sitting in the room here, in virtual room here, and, and Matt, you were 10 years, right? Yeah. Um, Jason uh, Powell was 16. Jason Lee, you were, I don't remember if you said, but you're somewhere around 10 where, where you are at your church, right? I've been here 13, yeah. 13, yeah. So, so 10's, 10's the youngest. I haven't had a ministry job longer than four years in my life. Like, and I just, I openly confess that, okay? Um, and, and, and at this point, I've actually stepped outside of, of a full-time ministry job, staff, church staff job. Uh, I am actually consulting very deeply with several churches um, and, and helping at a high level. But for me, and this is maybe this is a Jeff Reed issue. Uh, I've always, when I've been in in church staffs, I've always been the weird guy, not like the the techie guy that just wants to talk about Marvel Cinematic Universe all day. Although Spider Man leaving the MCU is catastrophic, and I've already talked about that in other podcasts, so I don't need to go there now. But it's it's been the I think different than everybody else in the entire church. Um, I've oftentimes I've had conversations with, with um, there was a spiritual development pastor at a church that I worked at and, and the pastor, he asked me, so it's like, do you consider yourself a pastor? And I said, I don't know. How do you define a pastor? And he said, well, I define the pastor as the biblical, you know, and, and started reading it to me. And I was like, yeah, I consider myself a pastor if, if that's the, the thing. And then, the, and then he's like, well, why do you do so much with the tech? And I was like, because I can be pastoral and techie at the same time, can't I? But that's, that's this, this weird balance where a lot of times in church, you, you've got the, this, the pastors and the, and the, and the, the techie people that, that aren't considered pastors in that, in that part. I, I've spent years alone. I've spent years frustrated. I feel like this is confession hour. I'm going to start bawling. I got Kleenexes over here. Um, but I've just, there have been years that I felt alone. Yeah. Thank you. Jason's got some for me. Um, I, I, where I, I've spent years alone. I've said this four times now because there weren't people like me. Uh, the church that I was at didn't have a lot of budget for conferences. I, I just, I didn't know how to connect with people who were thinking like me and there were questions that I needed answered that I didn't have the answers to. And just to be completely honest, I didn't know who to talk to, to get those answers. And then it was, was funny. Like this is just pure testimony for me. A couple of years ago, I went to a church conference, um, a church tech conference and, and my brain exploded because I was surrounded by people who thought the same things I was thinking, who struggled with the same questions that I was struggling with and, and who were wanting to have conversations with it. And all of a sudden, I found myself surrounded with this idea of, hey, there's camaraderie. There, there are people like this out there. I'm not alone. And, and not being alone really validated who I, who I was, at least to me. It gave me confidence to say, hey, I don't have the answer to this question, but neither do 25 other churches. And at least 24 of them are trying to come up with answers. So, so we should, you know, as, as well. And that's why I love, and all you guys with, with the CITN, I, and what I really wanted to park on is, what, what does camaraderie look like? And, and what are some stories either from yourself or, or others? Because as, as, a, as churches out there and as listeners are out there, yeah, there are podcasts, there are ways to, that we can resource in different ways. But even 
through conferences and, and through the network that you're doing, you're, you're helping churches come up with answers to questions and you're encouraging these people that, that need encouragement. So, you know, from a practical standpoint, CITN, what, what are you guys actually doing to help solve these problems? Well, I think one of the things that our community has brought to each other is this is like you've talked about this, that longevity and survivability. Um, there's only for so long that you can go into a ministry and go off of your experience and go off of what you've done in the past. And that starts to run out a few years into it. And um, I think the big piece of what we do as a community is people are coming in our Slack channel or in our forum and saying, hey, um, just came back from this meeting. I've been tasked with this. I'm supposed to solve this problem and I need to do it in the next 24 hours. And then suddenly there's a community of people who are offering solutions and pro you know, all sorts of solutions to the problems that some of them are duct tape and bailing wire type solutions. But it's a collaboration of, like you said, we're like-minded and like thinking people um, who um, many live, eat and breathe technology, uh, but also have a passion for the church uh, moving forward. Uh, and so trying to solve those problems using technology. I think that you know, that's one of the things for me. I don't think I could have been in the role that I've been in for the last, you know, 10, 13 years uh, without the community around me to just say, oh my gosh, I have no idea how to go about solving that problem. Or I can't believe you know, somebody just asked me to, to come back with this solution in that short of a time period. And yet the community rallies around one another um, and says, hey, I've solved that problem before this way. Or have you thought of, you know, doing it differently? Or you know, just that kind of camaraderie and partnership. And, you know, honestly, the, the, the leadership team of Church IT Network is become some of my closest compadres in, in ministry. And, you know, we bounce things off of each other in a smaller segment of our community of just, how would you solve this problem? Or, you know, man, can you believe this person said this? Or, you know, whatever it might be. Uh, and there's honest conversations of, yes, I can believe they said that because they were right and you're wrong. Or, no, I can't believe they said that because that's totally crazy, right? There's, there's that honest give and take. And I think, um, you know, it's no different than the church being the church. Uh, to uh, one another. I mean, in any aspect of what we do, it's all about, we want people in community, right? And so this is community for technologists in the church. And Jeff, I think you, you hit it on the head. Kind of the thing that's been in my mind and my heart since kind of getting into church IT, well, initially, like I didn't know anybody else in church IT. Um, so I felt like I was all alone. I was the, you know, only hire here, um, and, you know, it felt like, you know, a prompting from God kept saying, you know, what, what might God do if a bunch of like-minded individuals got together and talked, you know, just about what's going on, you know, what questions do you have, uh, what, what failures have you experienced so that I don't run into them uh, again? And that's really what started the church IT network was that that's the idea. If we could get a bunch of like-minded individuals in the same room, man, what would God do with that? You know, a lot of it is just sharing um, uh, successes and failures. You know, hey, we're getting ready to do a project on voice integration, you know. Well, good grief, don't do it this way because we tried this and we, you know, spent so much time and energy and resources and it was a complete fail. 
um, or even just connecting into uh, partners of the church IT network that provide, you know, not only hardware and software services, but just their expertise. So um, it, it's really cool that the church IT network is both uh, staff and volunteers, and we've got some amazing partners that have come alongside us and understand like the mission, vision, and values of the church IT network. And uh, they help foster that and, and promote it. So, well, you know, let's, you know, thank you for that, but let's, let's make it a little practical here. So like what uh, I'm a, I'm an IT guy. I'm a new church online guy. I'm a social media person. I deal with technology all day long. Maybe I'm, I'm, I'm starting to come into some production AV stuff and it's, or it's a mixed role. How can church IT network, how can you guys help me? Um, oh, I, th I think it's, it comes down to just the, the, the extent of the resources that of, of the individuals that are involved uh, and the, the sharing of those little golden nuggets of information. Uh, a lot of times, I don't know how many times I've been in a room where someone in the room is just casually talking about something and says like that one little thing that they just assumed everybody else knew and everybody else in the room goes, wait, wait, what did you just say? Like re rewind that I, let, let's what? And, and it, it's like this, like, it just reveals so much to the people that are in, that are just in communication and just in, in, in the room together to that really furthers their church. Cause now they've learned this one little thing that was insanely valuable that they didn't even know they, that they needed to know. And it's, 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 it's those, those conversations and those interactions that really, um, that really drive this community. Uh, you, it's the things that you have no idea that are going to happen are the things that create the biggest impact. Big churches, small churches, who, who really gets involved with you guys? Everyone. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a, it's wide array of, uh, different size churches from the, the one, the one guy IT shop to the churches that have IT departments of five, six, seven, eight, ten people. Um, yeah, I mean, every, I mean, we even got some nonprofits that, uh, that send people every once in a while. Um, and then we've, I mean, we got, you know, the partners as well. There's a lot of partner involvement, not just from a standpoint of, Hey, let me be, um, kind of a sponsor of your national or regional events, but let me just be a part of this community because they learn just as much information as they are able to share into the network. So uh, it's, it's beneficial to kind of everyone that's involved. I think that's one of the things for our community is that it's an expectation that everybody's a contributor and everybody's a learner. Somebody has something to give that somebody can learn from and they there's always people that you can learn from and we always tell people if you come to our conference or our one day regional events or you're part of the community and you're not getting your questions answered well shame on you um, but the same size uh, side of it is, is yeah, when you when you participate you're teaching and offering something at the same way we laugh that oftentimes you know some of the larger uh, mega churches will have a solution have a problem and it's some of the churches that are much smaller that will have these amazing solutions 
that are so incredibly cost effective because that's out of necessity. They've had to figure out how to solve some of these problems. And so we laugh at some of these, what appear to be bailing wire and duct tape type solutions, but they're genius and they cost nothing, and then everyone in the community steals the idea because it, you know, it's virtually free versus you know, uh, someone might be looking at a multi-thousand dollar type solution, and then you know, somebody hops up and says, well, have you ever thought of this? Have you seen such and such a website? Have you, and it's like, oh, I, I didn't even know that free thing existed. Um, and so that's where I think it doesn't matter the size of your church or the years of experience that you've had in the church space. You've got something to offer as somebody who um, is a technologist to our community. And that's what's so exciting is some of the solutions that come up, it's like, I would have never thought of that on my own. And may I, you know, and the expectation is I'm, I'm to steal it, make it better, and then bring it back. Uh, yeah. You know, and that is just something we communicate all the time is, and that's what I love about what, you know, how Jason has started this as a, a collaboration, a community of collaboration in that, you know, your, your responsibility is to take this idea, take it home, make it 10 times better, and then bring it back and let someone else then learn from it and glean from it. And that's just the expectation of thou shalt steal ideas, only ideas, uh, but, you know, within our community. Yeah, absolutely. And... So quick fun story, at the very first event, we had churches ranging from attendance of 200 up to over 20,000. Um, and it was amazing that uh, Terry Chapman, who was the IT director at Fellowship Bible, you know, Ed Young's church, like one of the smaller churches, um, he mentioned something about script logic and printing, and they just couldn't figure it out. And one of the smaller churches had a solution for him and it blew his mind because I distinctly remember him saying, uh, you know, he, you know, basically I came here not expecting much and I'm going to go home with a solution that I don't know that we would have ever figured out. And so it was just affirmation that man, everybody's a learner and everybody can present and, you know, so peer learning, community inspiration have been like the, the three pillars that we've landed on and uh, built on over the years. And it's, it's just part of who we are. So it doesn't matter if, you know, your new spring, new spring brings a bunch of guys to the conference and gals, or if you're a one man IT shop, or maybe you're just a volunteer in your church and uh, you've got a way to, you know, get to Kansas City this fall, man, we, we would love to have you. And I guarantee no matter where you're at on the learning spectrum, uh, there is something for you, not only um, vocationally, but also spiritually. And we're going to feed you a whole bunch of food and you're going to, you're going to, your belly is going to be full. So we'll fill your heart, soul, and mind. So yeah, great setup on, on, on the conference, heart, soul, and mind. That's, those are three high standards, man. Um, belly would be, you know, maybe the asterisk for four, but well done. What areas does, cause I, IT and church tech, like those are very broad, uh, scoping areas. What are you guys looking to attract? If you grew up playing the game, Oregon trail, then you should come. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's an inside joke. Even I don't get, so I'm, I'm a well, little worried. To to you have to come to the conference to understand <laughs> But we, we got awesome. everything. We've got leadership uh, workshops. We've got online ministry workshops. We've got, you know, 
some SQL workshops. So if you're kind of a, a more of a developer type person, um, obviously we've got you know lots of different IT type tracks for say like Office 365 or hey, what's new in the world of Wi-Fi? Um, we put panels together with some not only partner experts but church experts. So you know we'll have a panel with somebody that's on staff at a church and maybe a partner and they can present together on a particular solution or whatever. Um, last year, uh, NewSpring did a great couple of workshops on how they're you know, utilizing Meraki um, from you know, the highest level of networking down to you know, their, their switches and you know, they've gone all Google. And so it, it's just a place for, you know, there's about something for everyone um, we've even got the church management solution providers there. And so, you know, maybe you're, you know, you wear multiple hats, you know, I have to keep track of the database. I've got to make sure that Wi-Fi works. I've got to figure out what the heck is Dante and how does that interact with, you know, the, the world of IT and everything's got an IP address for the, you know, the audio video team. And maybe I'm also trying to figure out how do I lead up to my boss and and i'm in charge of the online church and i gotta figure out how to stream and help people uh you know find jesus through an online medium yeah that's a lot the tech help the camaraderie the hey i need help finding the solution that's that's one thing and all that's that's awesome the thing that you just told me that i'm like every person who works in tech and church in america needs is that phrase of leading up is, uh, you know, how to, so I, I have this vision, this will help the church, this will help reach people. I have to sell it to like leadership who has no idea any of the language or the acronyms or the, the talk that I'm saying, um, you know, the lead pastor still has an AOL email address like that, 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 that type of, of thing. So, Hey, you know what? Cause, cause I'm, I'm serious. Like the listening audience, you know, this listening audience is there. Um, drop, drop me a nugget. Give me, give me one thing. Help, help me here. My lead pastor still has an AOL email address and I need to convince to him that I, I need some sort of, of, of a tech upgrade thing. What's, how, how do I get started on, on that road? You buy a ticket to church IT network conference for 85 bucks and you have a full belly and then everybody there will brainstorm ideas on how to solve that problem. Come on, not one freebie. You're you're gonna hold out for the conference. <laughs> that, that's that's fine. It's they're they're, they're all shaking all, their head no. It's, it's all relationship, man. It's uh, you know yep. that's the thing about what we do is it's so easy to think that technology solves every problem, and it's all about the relationships with your colleagues, with your senior leadership. It's investing in them relationally in order to have the conversation of bro. Let me just tell you honestly, having an AOL address it's not giving you any credibility. It's not helping you out. Uh, what can we do to give you something that has some, some respectability, you know, and an AOL email address, um, maybe in 1980, that was cool, but maybe not now. And I said, but you we only can have that conversation when you've invested in that relationship. And so That's it's good. all about building those relationships so that you can have those conversations. Just this last week had a, a conversation with our senior leadership and just talking about where we're going with online ministry and, Around the table, there were very differ differing perspectives that we didn't agree to disagree, but we all heard each other out 
and appreciated what each person brought to the table. And that only happens because of the relationship and the investment that you have in those people that are around that table that are outside of the four walls of their offices. It's not because I came and fixed your computer, you're not gonna believe me when I say this is a trend or this is something that's going on or something that, that maybe we're missing. Um, you can only have those type of conversations because of the investment relationally. Uh, and I think that, you know, I'm better at that because I've seen my colleagues in the community do that. And I'm, uh, you know, so it, it's really the give and take of how we as a community have learned. It's not a matter of sitting down and saying, just because I have the title of IT director and I've been doing this for 13 years, that you have to listen to me. That's not it at all. It's how have I invested in our leadership and built a, um, a, a, a legacy is probably the wrong word, but how have I invested in over time and built credibility among uh, what we do? And I think that's where we have to rely on that is that you, you can't even start to have those conversations about don't do it that way until you've invested and have the credibility and the relationship that supports it in order to be able to speak into it and say, okay, let's have an honest, transparent conversation. And, and yeah, your AO address is probably one of those. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, and another thing that's been super huge for me is I bring my boss. My boss is the uh, CFO, if you will, the, the finance director. And so it's been really helpful for him to come to the conferences for the past three years, I believe. One, because it, you know, relationally, we get to spend time, uh, you know, just, you know, kind of doing life after the conference, you know, hanging out. Um, just, just that personal time to hang out with each other. Um, and as he's at the conference, you know, he's going to various workshops and every year he comes back with kind of some eyes wide open. He's like, wow, you know, I was just in a workshop on, you know, uh, virtual online ministry and, uh, you know, my mind was blown. I don't even, you know, understand how to wrap my brain around it. And it gives us kind of some uh, both of us handles to be able to talk about stuff and, or, you know, he sat in on a, a budgeting workshop for it and he's like, you know, it just helps open his mind to what we, uh, you know, direct reports are doing behind the scenes. And it's just really helpful. You know, you got the, the awesome relationship building aspects of it. Cause we do have a lot of fun at the conference as well, but you know, you also get, them able to maybe learn some stuff about your environment that they never thought about before. So, I mean, really relationships swings two ways because, because at this point you're, you're connecting with other churches, but there's an also another opportunity to, to bring in leadership to have them experience maybe some of the same things you are, but yep. then use that as common language to build towards something. So, uh, your CFO experienced something in, in church online and online ministry. And so you want to have a, a, a common language to talk about, okay, the conference said this, what would it take to do that? Here is maybe this works better, but at least now you're in the, in the same, like the same ballpark. You're, you're, right. you're having the same conversation. You're on the same road. Yeah. You know, I've, I've just testimony and I've, I've used, told this story before on the podcast. I've, I've been in, in, in sessions with, uh, with church staff where, Basically, I'm at the end of the dock getting ready to jump into the water, and there's not a soul within 500 yards of me. Um, you know, and, and while I'm you know, turning around and asking leadership for advanced high-level decisions, uh, because I've been doing the church online for a long time, the leadership was at much more of an elementary basic level because I've been running 
completely on my own and hadn't brought leadership with me through through the process. So the more that leadership can experience that, obviously, the better it, it'll it'll be for you guys. So a lot of our listeners are, are church online. And so because we, we obviously we do focus a lot on church online and online ministry and that, that sort of thing. Uh, transparently, I, I've been working with the uh, with uh, with you guys and, and uh, developing some of the online tracks and some things like that. And I know, Jason, you're, you're involved in that. But what are some things uh, that we can expect in, in the church online realm specifically? Like, what, what does that look like at the conference? Well, I think, you know, the, the, the cool thing of how our conference have, has evolved is that, you know, it, it used to be conversations about buying storage and network switches, and that was the extent of it. You know, I mean, everybody talked about over and over again, you know, what SAN you're going to buy, what, you're, what network infrastructure you're going to have. And it's interesting how the conversations have changed from that to a much different conversation. And that's where we felt like the online ministry really dovetailed into what we're doing from a core IT perspective, you know, because um, not only does core IT, you know, but also uh, encompassing the online ministry aspect of it. It's also uh, the church management data side of it. And how do we, um, keep tabs on people and care for them and reach out to them without good systems and processes. So online ministry dovetails in with that as well. And, and even now just the convergence of IT core IT and uh, AVL, everything it seems in our um, production venues now wants to plug in to at least one, if not two networks at the same time. And so how do we build those relationships across those teams? So when we have those conversations, we are talking with common language. And I think that's the big piece. I mean, we even have our, our, our communications team is bringing uh, two people this year. And there's really no um, vertical or track within our conference for that, but because of their heavy involvement in what we do uh, online, it's, it's giving them perspective and language as well to how do we, um, as an online team, interact with our communications team? How does our online team interact with our AVL team? How does our online team interact with our core IT or our database team? And it really is that, you know, I, there are few places I think you can go to have those types of conversations where there's the overlap of technology, but also then the com camaraderie and the synergy that of, of moving that forward. You know, I'm, I'm super excited about some of the uh, workshops that we're planning that are just kind of stretching the envelope and helping people to think about, you know, 2010, 2013, online ministry was, was basically stream your services. But is that what digital ministry or online ministry is in 2019? Uh, probably very different. And so how are churches evolving through that? How might someone, um, you know, take their church through that transition? Um, how do you help your leadership process what's different? Um, the trends that we're seeing, you know, so I think there's a lot of it that, uh, you know, the questions that we're all asking, and it's just to be able to get into the room and, and, and hear you're not alone, uh, and then go back with a plan of here's some things that I think I, I'm going to steal from somebody else, or questions I'm going to go home and ask and hopefully get some answers on. That's awesome. I'll tell you, one of the breakouts uh, that I'm writing, and this is new, new content to me, I've, I've never done it, but it's, it's a breakout that's designed out of conversations with, with all of you, the li listeners and, and people online, of church online is perceived to uh, wrestle, to challenge, to take away from the physical church. We're seeing physical attendance at the physical campuses drop, virtual attendance, digital attendance online is, is skyrocketing. So therefore, you know, let's shut down the online church so people will go back to physical. Um, and, and there's, it's 2019 may or may not actually work that way, 
but let's dive into, okay, how can we set up church online and develop a strategy for it so that it complements what's happening at the physical church instead of threatening it? Yeah. A lot of times the, the perceived weaknesses of church online isn't the, isn't the weakness. It's actually a strength. We just may need to look at it from a different perspective. And so the, the, the goal uh, for a lot, and it's, it's called fidgetal. It's a merging of physical and digital into, into this single environment. And so how church online can do that so that church online can be a strength for the physical campuses so that digital can be a strength for the physical campuses instead of something that's taboo and an obstacle that that's ignored. Uh, I can tell you that's, that's one thing that I'm going to be digging into one of the breakouts that I'm teaching and I'm looking forward to meeting and, and, and collaborating and sharing and, and, and all that with, with everybody at the conference. So when is the, and we've been talking about it, I don't know that we slap dates on it. So when's the conference? How do I sign up? What's the cost? Give, give, give me the, the bullets on that. Well, the conference will be October uh, 20th through the 23rd. 20th is a kind of a meet and greet. 21st is when the conference technically starts in the morning. Uh, it's going to be about uh, 85 bucks to register, and that provides for you all of your meals while the conference is going on, swag, fun, entertainment, uh, inside jokes, um, just just a really, really good time to connect with, um, with your peers and people that are struggling with the same things you're struggling with. Uh, it's going to be in Kansas City at church. I always get it wrong. Church of the Resurrection. Uh, and um, yeah, uh, I don't know if you need any more information. It's pretty simple. Go to churchitnetwork.com and you can uh, find out more information to get registered. Awesome. So check out the website. We'll link it in the show notes as well as generic inform general information about the conference. And, uh, and, and we'll go from there. Well, hey, this has been great. Thanks for the time. Um, more information on, on Church IT Network. Check out the show notes and uh, we'll hopefully see you all out there. It's, it's going to be a, a great experience on the online ministry, church online site, but also just general um, IT uh, network database programming. There's leadership development, uh, working with like there was just so much in that thread, Jason Powell. I don't know how y'all keep it straight, but well done, well done doing it. So, um, gentlemen, any any last thoughts while we're landing the plane? You'll also, if you come, see the world's largest stained glass window. Is that a legit thing? It we're is not a legit thing. Smoke here. It's a no, legit thing. It is legit. The largest stained glass window in the world. It's that's uh. That's an ironic thing to say for a church technology conference. Come see the world's <laughs> largest stained glass. I mean, that, that's really interesting. Really cool. I, yeah. I knew it was big. I just didn't know it was, was like, like legit that yep. big. So yep. well done. Now, like, I'm not going to put that in the show notes because you don't want to see there's a web, there's a whole website dedicated to this, but I'm not going to, you're going to have to come to the conference to see it. <laughs> exactly. We're not, we're yeah. not going to, we're not going to let that cat out of the bag. So, <laughs> hey, listen, it's been a great, great podcast. Uh, Matt, thank you for joining us. Jason, Jason Squared, Jason Powell, Jason Lee, thanks for joining us today. My name is Jeff with the Church Digital. It's been an awesome podcast and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks for joining. Bye.